G'day podcast, this is your host Joshua B. Kirkman with another episode of the La Boogie podcast series featuring, you know, riders past, present, maybe in future. This one is a cool one. I got a chance to sit down with Joe Clark a while back while I was up in Queensland hanging out with Mitchie Rawlins and yeah, we, we kind of took a bit of time to... Um, sit back, uh, relax with a nice little view and have a good old chat about his career, his life, what's going up, what's going down, and just to really give you all a pretty good insight into the guy. For me, it was really cool because I never really got to meet Joe. I spent a lot of time with him. And so it was kind of like a first introduction to him and maybe him to me as well. So we got a real good chance to actually get to know each other, which is kind of different. Um, he was, um, we're kind of around the similar age group, but I kind of ditched it all and vanished while he kind of took off. So yeah, it was kind of cool to catch up and uh, get to know the guy. He's a fucking legend, by the way. Welcome to the podcast, Joe Clark. Hello. <laughs> Josh, how are you, mate? I'm really good. I'm really good and I really appreciate the effort you made to uh, battle it through the peak hour. In uh, on the Goldie to get here. <laughs> no Where did you just drive from? Like, what was the what was the distance? Uh, Chugan. Chugan. So it's one end of the Gold Coast to the other. Right. Much. Yeah. And uh, so we're up at Broad Beach, aren't we? Right now. Is yep. this where we are? Yep. Yeah. This Broadie. Right. Now. Um, and Chugan. So thanks for making that effort. I mean, how bad is it in peak hour versus not peak hour to drive along that stretch? Uh, it's probably 20 minutes different. Oh, yeah. Because okay. uh, school's just finished. Oh, school started back up. Yeah. And uh, everyone's back on the road. Everyone's mm. finishing work. Mm. So um, we've got a bit of problem in between here and Chugan, where okay. the back highway's getting upgraded as uh-huh, we speak. Okay, so, okay. so everyone's struggling along there. Yeah. We've got a little while to go, but it'll right. be good soon. Yeah. Right. Um, you, you're no real stranger to driving along this coast at the moment in, in all times of ours because you're, um, you're an apprentice. Yes. I want to say, what is it, electrician? Yep. Okay. How did you get into that? And what's that, um, how did that step in life take place? Well, um, it all s- kind of stemmed from I was kind of, you know, living the dream, mm. uh, professionally bodyboarding. I still am, but just not on the same pay. Uh, mm-hmm. I lost a big contract with VS. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally went from not having to work at all, mm. travel, to nothing. Mm. And um, I picked up a new sponsor that was with Custom X at the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, basically, I, I just I was getting enough to travel still. Yeah. Uh, do the comps, um, do some trips overseas. Yeah. But. Yeah, it was enough to live. Mm. Um, so I bumped into a friend. He said he could get me a job. Um, then that I should go do a course yeah. at TAFE um, right. that would secure my job. Yep. Um, with a company, it makes it a lot easier to get a job. Yeah, um, sure. As an electrician. So I did the course at TAFE for f- four months, I think it was. It was okay. Cert 2, Electro Technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was a shock to the system. Yeah, I was going to you know, say. Like, at school, I didn't want to know anything about 
algebra, maths, <laughs> all that stuff. Like that was the last thing I was thinking about. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I just threw it all in that basket, and I was like, you know what? Like, I was 30 years old mm. when I did that. You know, so, and like, so I'm th- I'm on my third year now. Yeah, right. And I'll be qualified next year, midway next year, I think. So pretty excited. So. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 really cool. It must be um super cool to be in that home stretch as well, and. You know, becoming a tradesman is like a big, it's a big deal once yeah. you get past all these apprentice years and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, with the decision to go into um, being an electrician, had you thought about that like a lot before you dove in or was it just kind of like, yeah, this seems like it might be interesting? So there are a couple of years in between losing my contract. That was a couple of years yeah, before okay. I dove into this. Uh-huh. And even before that, doing odd jobs, I, I've done... Um, what was it? Like shop, li- uh, shop lifting, shop, <laughs> <laughs> shop fitting. It's a Freudian slip right there. We'll dive into that later. <laughs> shop fitting, <laughs> plastering. I've done uh, yeah. plumbing. Oh, okay. I did a bit of chippy work. I did everything. Um, but one of my mates um, just really sold it to me. Okay. Elect- electrical. And he said, it's one of the top trades. Yeah. It's, not as hard on the body, like my yep. body's already pretty wrecked from bodyboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know, that's probably a good long-term decision. Yep. Um, and yeah, so that was why I kind of made that decision. Okay, and I mean, going back to school, you, you mentioned that, you know, you weren't too fond of doing like the maths yeah. and whatnot. And I mean, I've seen, like, I mean, a lot of people get, get the impression that tradies kind of aren't really that bright sometimes. Mm. You know how there's, like, this kind of thing where yeah. people value university education? Oh, yeah, he's really smart. But, like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a few mates that are electricians and builders and all kinds of trades. And, I mean, it's technically the most challenging stuff I've ever tried to get yeah. my head around. And I'm one of those university types that yeah. went there. So, I mean, how did you find going back to school and kind of doing that because it's not easy oh, right no i was uh, it was a massive shock yeah. to the system because i really never tried at school no nah. i didn't because uh i didn't want to learn i didn't want to like I, I learned the basics i learned yeah. what i needed to know and i took that from school and that was it and mm. did you leave early from school did nah, you finish, I finish year yeah i made sure oh, okay, i finished yeah because yeah you know it makes it a lot harder to mm. find a job if you don't finish school. Totally. So, yeah, don't leave school, kids. <laughs> <laughs> finish year 12. Um, it definitely helps. Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah. Um, like, were there any... Um, did you get any help to do the studies? Like, cause, nah. Nah, you Oh, just... there's tutes. Yeah. There's definitely... There's tutes at TAFE. Yeah. Which I definitely needed. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, a whole A4 page of... Um, equations just to get you know one answer and you've got to go through all these steps and there's so like algebra and just crazy it's it's nuts it's absolutely are you get are you on top of it now like in, because you've been using it yeah well um <laughs> I, I see an <laughs> equation still and it still stumps me yeah, yeah. and I, it still melts my brain when I look <laughs> yeah, at it but yeah. I, I am getting through it and I am passing my tests so yeah but the practical use of it, like when you're on a job site... You don't use it. No, okay, there you, you go. No, so <laughs> there, <laughs> there's magnetism and physics and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. that. They're basically showing you what electricity is and how it works. And yeah. So they, they teach you everything. And basically, 
yeah, it's it's a whole new world of <laughs> stuff that I just never. And like when I hear people talk about things, yeah. like um, or things happen, and I with power lines when you go past the power lines and your radio yeah 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 crackles, totally yeah, it's yeah. because of the you know the magnetism going through yeah, yeah, yeah. and the field it cuts through so yeah yeah has got a little visitor Hello, yeah good mate. we're doing a little radio interview and now you're oh, in it you <laughs> no no but it's fine it's fine <laughs> mitch's dad just popped in to say good day we're sitting on the back porch um Senor you guys you guys have met obviously over the no. years oh, haven't you met before no Sorry, Mike, this is Joe Clark. Hey, Joe. He's a friend of Mitch's as well. We're just, um, he's a bodyboarder as well. Yeah, I know. Okay, I just wanted, sorry if we looked all weird out the back here. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, Joe. Just doing a podcast. <laughs> okay, thanks. They're really nice. It's been really cool cruising along with them and yeah. um, hanging out with Mitch. But um, so the, um, so where were we? We were talking about, let's say what you learned and things like that, but like, like taking a step back, like I mean, when you when you finished school, were you kind of because you were bodyboarding from a young age, right? Like how did no, you? No. Oh, you weren't. All. Okay, I assumed I was, you were. No, not at all. Well, I you got good real quick. I f started bodyboarding when I was sixteen. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. The reason why I kind of got better quick is because of the people I was with at school. That's so I crazy. had Tom Smith, <laughs> yeah, Corey cool. McLean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Bush, Matty Hitchin, I had Scotty Hingle, like all these, we had this crazy crew of yeah, bodyboarders right. and like they were elite, you know, they were the best, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were the best in Australia, yeah. the state and me being me, in school I was just the most competitive person Sick. and I, I just found this little niche with these boys and they were just the biggest legends ever. Right. Just uh, Corey McLean, oh, he was ended up being one of my best mates yeah, and um, I surfed with him every day and he... Back then there was just, you just get written off. If you did something <laughs> shit or it looked bad, you had a bad style, it wasn't yeah. like perfect, you just got cooked. Yeah, right. And it was a perfect environment to excel in. Yeah. So that, I, I can say that that is the sole reason. But I mean, with your, com comp like your competitive approach, at the, so you started at 16, like how soon were you competing? 17. Right, and yeah. what were your oh, results like, back then? So, it took me a year to kind of figure out how to do it. Yeah. And I was like, I was still a coach, but being with Corey and the yeah, boys, yeah, yeah. like, I just see, I just watched what they did. I was yeah. like, very good. That's, my learning is watching and yeah. doing. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. monkey see, monkey do yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And that's how, that's how I learned. And, um, yeah, I did, I, I, joined bodyboarders what was it uh border south yep which was the d-bar comp yep and um sam gray's dad used to run it <laughs> he was a richard he was the biggest character ever but he just i started in the a division and it got, went up to triple a's and yep. he just goes no nah, you're going in triple a's next year and he, he didn't give me a choice okay he kind of just pushed Sick. me into that one and you know, i was getting flogged like over and over and over yeah. and as they just got me more hungry more hungry yeah, yeah and yeah. um that's where my comps started coming in and i think by the end of that year i started you know winning or like getting close to crazy um yeah but what about i don't know your professional kind of or like your competitive career and like forgive me for not doing too much research but like what are your what are some of your biggest results you've had in in bodyboarding in terms of competition well my 
biggest result was I uh, won the Australian Pro Tour. You did. I knew that one. Yeah, I knew that. That's re that's a recent history thing. But yeah. what about back then when you were so, getting into competitions? Earlier, I um, I won a few QABs, like yeah. the state champs. Um, How old though? Was that in the open uh, division then, or was it? Yeah, in it would have been open. So would have been eighteen. You, yeah, right. But I mean, that's like two years after you started bodyboarding. Yeah. Winning state title in 19, yeah, 18, 19, yeah. That's heavy. You yeah. must, have, must have been so annoying doing guys that have been doing it for years. Yeah. I would have hated well, that. I, <laughs> sorry, hated Corey, that. but I, I, used to, I used to just want to beat Corey. Yeah, like, okay, that so was that was just, the yardstick. Yeah, he, he was the best, and I was like, all right. I've that got a, is messed up. I've got a best mate who's... Big shout out to Corey McLean, by the yeah, way, because yeah. I was hanging out with him a lot back in the day when I was on Nomad, and so was he yeah. for a while there. So. And okay. I just remember he used to just be yelling, like <gasps> I'd be beating him, and he'd be he'd be like, oh, it's like he, he taught me yeah. everything, and yeah. now I'm coming smash for him. him. <laughs> I wasn't smashing him. It was never a smashing. Okay, it was like, he was that's, always That's close. my words. <laughs> but... Yeah, it, Heavy. it okay, felt so really good to me, but I also felt bad. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was weird. It was yeah, like... I can see the sincerity when you say that as well. I can see that you actually take no pleasure in the fact that you were being... Yeah, it was, it was, it was weird. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry, man, but like, I, I want to win too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so doing QABs then, so, you know, like, you've, you've gotten into bodyboarding, you've rapidly improved, yeah. and then you've won some QABs... And this is, you know, by the by your early twenties. So what step, you know, because to go then up to the point of being paid, like when did yeah. when did it become like like this is a this is gonna be a real job for me. This is yeah. a career. When did that moment happen for you, do you remember? Uh yeah, I was twenty four. I was 24. in Hawaii. Okay. I, th I my first season was the year after high school, so two thousand and four. Yeah. Um, I was there that season. Yeah. yeah, I would have been there that season. And yeah. I got wind, I heard wind that uh, Crawley, uh, NMD was looking for two Australian Groms. Uh-huh. And um, I just remember thinking, like, this is, yeah, this is, like, I'm just going to go, oh, be me, obviously, mm. but that's what I wanted. That was my mm. little goal for that. Like, I, I worked in a fish and chip shop yeah. for six months, worked, like, I was doing 11-hour days, yeah. just cutting chips by hand. That's amazing. Um, Did they know that you Hawaii. can buy them pre-cut in like a frozen Yeah, bag? well that, this was called the fish hut. It was called the fish <laughs> hut and it was renowned for their chips. Oh, okay, so they they hand a, cut. Yeah, they that put was batter on them and oh, they're the crispiest wow. chips okay. in the gold. All right, there you go. Back. Big shout out to the fish hut. Oh, they've closed down. Oh, no! <laughs> but uh, it was a long time ago. Um, wow. But I worked tooth and nail to get to Hawaii for yeah. that season. Off. Yeah. And so uh, Max Arendt, yeah, myself. yeah, I remember Max, yeah. Benny Player. It was Benny Player and Crawley had to pick two Aussies. Yeah. And I got Crawley picked me and Max Arendt was picked by Ben Player. Well, that, that's pretty bloody obvious, isn't it? Like, wasn't Max Arendt from the Northern Beaches? Yeah, and I'm from And you're Gullaby. from here? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so it was, it was easy. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Yeah. And so that was like your first sponsorship and, and by the I assume that that then evolved into the VS. But like at that yeah. time of sponsorship... Did, was there some cash that came in with that deal, or was it like no, here's some boards, so buddy, I got, hang out with us? I got boards, yeah, um, and I rode them for a couple of years. So yeah. I think it may, might have been like two year, a year or two, and yeah. then I got thrown like maybe three, four grand. Yep. To do a trip, yeah, or cool. two. And then I, and then I did that. You remember the Boom podcast? 
and there was like um, do, Chad Waldron's. I do, Waldron's but that's. Thing. I think I tapped out. That was my. Uh, that, okay. I vanished. I vanished in 2007. Ah, uh, okay. So I well, think that was just yeah. after I left. Well, that, that started to kick off. I feel like that was kind of like my initiation trip into yeah. hanging with the big fellas. Yeah. Um, and there was like Hardy, Pierre, Rawlins, yeah. Benny Player, yeah. um, Max and Thorpey. Yeah, and sure. Thorpey and Charlie Holt. Yep. And we did a trip to Bali. Um, and yeah, I just was surfing with those guys and I was just like, just had this crazy, mm. just feeding off them. Yeah, and sure. Them, and I was just like, oh man, I've got to keep up with them. And so, yeah, that, then, and then I got uh, a board model with NMD and so it was a limited edition run they said we're going to make a hundred boards Sick. and if you can show that you can sell these boards we'll give you a pro model sick that's a good model that's a good way to approach that yeah like here you go and see so what you can that, do buddy yeah and that was me just I was just like oh my god so man. did you become a like did that affect because by the sound the way I'm interpreting the, your story so far is that you are like greatly influenced by the company that you keep like, you know, if you're surfing with the best guys, yeah. you're going to get better. Yeah. Like, you're going to raise your level. Yeah. Because you're going to look around. I'd like to be, yeah, I yeah. don't want to be, like, put to shame in a way. No, exactly. So you yeah. rise to that kind of occasion. Yeah. When this board model opportunity came along, did you then become, like, the best salesman you could be? Yeah. Like, did you actually I, really pick it up and run with it? I did. Yeah, I, right. um, <laughs> I actually, that year, like, I... I was partying and stuff, like being on the Gold Coast, yeah, there was always sure, an influence sure. of like party and having fun and rah rah. Yeah. And I, was, I, I, uh, I, I didn't drink. I think I drank maybe twice in, wow. in one year and I was training, doing the Czech training that's now oh, Stoney yeah. and everything. Yeah, Stoney's this was years and years ago. Uh, Scott Rigby and Tom Rigby were doing it. Yep. And I did that and I just got so into that and I got so fit and my surfing, I just felt incredible. Yeah. And that raised me again. Yeah. And that, that's, I really took a professional approach to it then. Uh-huh. And I took uh, every aspect. I turned it into a, a goal of mine to be a professional sportsman. Yep. And that's what I wanted and that's what I kind of went for that way. So then from that launch, like, so from that moment, you're, you're in your mid-20s now, like you're 25 or 24? Uh, I would have been 24. 24. Ish. Yeah. So then obviously you delivered on the challenge to NMD. Yeah. And the pro model came on yeah, board. Yeah, they sold out. They yeah. sold out. That's great. Yeah. And were there any, like, in terms of how you sold those out, was there any kind of like... Was it just kind of like you just went out and performed and it got done? Or did you like actively like go, hey, I need to go meet a surf shop and say, hey, sell the boards? No, I didn't. I didn't because I was uh, BSC. Yep. I was sponsored by them and working there. Aha. Uh -huh, that so is a good that's I nice was pushing connection. them. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. That's what I was getting uh, at. Like, was there any hacks, you know, where you're like, yeah, I, was definitely, I need to make this happen? I was definitely helping it along. That's um, great. But that's shop. why they would have had you in the shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so it's, it's it obvious. Was, yeah. It, was, uh, was there any moments like are there any like moments you can remember from your time in the retail space where you're like you're trying to sell the Joe Clark model and you know some kid comes in and they're just like oh I really want a winnie one like yeah. I really want a winnie <laughs> yeah. like like was there any moments you remember where you like really talked them out of a model to get yours was there um, anything like that I found that they know what they want uh -huh. 
they come in, they know what they want, even whatever you like. I I'd put the option there. I never pushed it on them, but yeah. I was like, these are the boards in that price range with the same sort of cores. Yeah. And left it up to them. Like I didn't go. And you did that's, say I didn't go. That's me. Buy this board. You didn't say that was no, you. No, not at all. Wow. I, I, okay. Nah. That's some, you and I are completely different than in this moment. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yeah, like I'm Josh. And that's mine. <laughs> and I'm being pretty nice to you right now. So, yeah, yeah, you know, you, you make buy. your decision. <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of crumble. Yeah, okay. All right, I, so I you feel... weren't as cutthroat then. No. Okay, no. cool. Yeah. That's good for you. Yeah. Definitely shows a lot about me. The one thing I didn't like about retail is when the surf was good, I still yeah, had to sure, work. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That really hurt my feelings. But then BSC, that was when they, they had a shop up here on the Goldie then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. I remember that. I think I remember that happening and all that. Okay, so then, like, going in the, the careers developing, you've got the board, you get through that first board model test, you get the real, you know, the, the board model, and things must have leapt to yeah. a new level then in terms of you then became a professional bodyboarder. Yeah. You had the income support, you could then make bigger plans for the year, you weren't working other jobs, or were you still no, kind of so supplementing? No, so I hadn't got my big contract yet. Uh -huh, I okay. went to, so 24, I went to Hawaii that season, yep. uh, January or something. Yep. Um, I think Rawlins had actually left VS to go out on his own. Yeah, okay, there you go. And I was the next person in line Sweet. in the company, like Stealth, to fill the spot. Yep. And... I literally got sent through a four-year deal with them and I was just like, I just remember getting the email. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, sitting there, my, one of my best mates, Ash Bryant, um, he was in the, in the room with me and I was just like, just losing it. He's like, what, what, what? And I was like, can you read this for me? <laughs> like, can you just read this? And he was like, You've made it. We're just like <laughs> hugging and we're just jumping up and down. I was That's just so losing good. my shit. That's no. so good. And it was just yeah, one of the best. Oh, epic. Yeah, that and that was like feelings. the moment where you're like, all I, right, I've made. That's this my, is it. Yeah. Cool. Four years runway too, like a four year runway ahead yeah. of you. That's yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Man. Yeah. And like, that's pretty rare, as far as I understand the contracts in the sport. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's really rare. Two years was awesome, back in my day. But yeah, like that's that's pretty hectic to get yeah. a four-year commitment. Oh, and just being able to focus solely on bodyboarding. Like yeah. I didn't have to go. I was doing tree lopping and stuff. And yeah, it was the hardest thing ever. Yeah, like yeah. lifting gum tree logs and yeah. throwing them into a truck all day. Yeah, and just going to that. Yeah. I was like that's heavy. Yeah. Um, what 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 then became the plan? So you get the you got the contract, you got the runway, you got the you know you're going to get paid to do stuff. It's world did tour. You, world tour. So you went yeah. for that. Yeah. And how did that work out? Ooh. Oh look, interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> so what what so that was the this was almost coming into like the glory IBA moment, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was so massive. You, it was you, good. you got into it and yeah. and how did you go then performing on that level? Um, I was kind of, I was starstruck and yeah. I thought I, anyway, um, yeah, so I kind of got a bit starstruck and like versing all the big guys, I was still like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. Like I was, and watching how good they were and consistent they were and yeah. stuff and I was just like blown away. Yeah. I was literally blown away. So it took me a while, but you know, like I had heats where I was. I had one heat where I beat Stuart and Hub in a heat. That's nice. And that 
blew my mind. Yeah, that'd and feel real good. Just stuff like that. And I, I didn't know, I still, I was just this young puppy, like just yeah. didn't know what to do and yeah. just trying to do my best. And yeah. um, I think like my best, best result in a world tour comp was like a quarters. Yeah, cool. Something like that in Mexico. Yep. In the, the massive comp they the had The big there. one. Yeah, I think it was just before the quarters or the quarters. Hmm. Um, yeah. And that was probably my best result. I never really got, oh, yeah, I didn't get a final or anything like that. Mm. But, yeah. Did you feel like you, um, like in your career then through that moment, I don't want to talk about it as if your career's over, by the way. Like I feel like yeah, the way no, I'm telling good. this story, it's kind of like, oh yeah, but now he's, now he's out. No, <laughs> that's not really what it is. But it's yeah. like, I think it's really cool to go through this journey because, you know, obviously there's a pretty bad part coming in this story mm. where it all stops. Yeah. So what did you feel like like so cruising through this moment did you did you get to see out the four-year contract did yeah you, yeah okay yeah, yeah, you got yeah. to that point yeah but i'm assuming is that where the contract went out yeah that's where it stopped at the end okay of the contract, yeah. so in your competitive journey then because i understand like i understand a lot about the that's my thing in, in terms of like my past career and then you know i come back to bodyboarding and i mm. i don't just go bodyboarding i go to the world tour again because that's yeah. where i that's how i see my participation in the sport yeah and so i get the i a lot of the experiences you just spoke about like being starstruck and like not really knowing how to act and then just finding it hard to actually compete because you're like this is mike stewart in this heat this is hard like it's, it freaks you out as you're yeah. doing this and it's hard to get used to did you feel like you could like, did your contract stop when you're in the middle of that competitive journey, or had you already experienced it and kind of got through it and go, yeah, you know what, I'm not that keen on it? Yeah, I actually, um, I started doing a lot of like adventurous trips. Yeah, I that's, think I saw a bit of this, so that's yeah. why I was asking. So, um, I love I love comps, mm. but I also love just travel. I yeah. love going to places that people hadn't been yeah. or. Um, for instance, I was doing Samoa. Yeah. I did that instead of Hawaii. Yeah. Because Good of call. the amount of waves <laughs> and footage and content I'd get. Per dollar spent. Per dollar spent. Yeah. I'd spend half the money and I'd get, I'd literally have 45 minutes worth of usable footage. That's crazy. And shots and ads and whatever. And social media would have been beginning to bubble away in those maybe uh, later no, moments? No, it was a bit after. Okay. Um, uh, the podcast, those, the podcast had kind of just started coming out. Yeah, okay. Um, Instagram was non-existent, probably three years after. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my real drive was just to do cool trips. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, sweet. So enjoyed adventuring and all that kind of thing. So the competitive side of you, like what, like in terms of turning, did you turn away from that? Like, did you fall off the tour? Is that how you turned um, away from it? Or was it more of a conscious decision? Well, no, I, I still loved the comps. I still did yeah. the comps. I wasn't getting the results I wanted, and maybe I'd feel like that's probably the reason why I turned more to the travel yeah. kind okay. of side. Um, but the Aussie tour and stuff like that, it was really strong. It was yeah. really strong. It was like a world tour comp. Sick. But everyone was there. Sick. And I still loved doing those. Yeah. And I still do. Yeah. I still love them there. Cool. And so, I mean, you got through to eventually win an Aussie Tour title, which is what we've already kind of heard. And that's only pretty recent. That's only in the last, yeah. what, 2016? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, 
let's talk about the moment where the contract stopped. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're sitting around a computer with your buddy next to you, getting him to check that the email was right. Yeah. When you got the contract, I mean, it wasn't a similar thing. You weren't sitting in front of a computer getting an email saying you had nothing. No. Right. No. Well, what? So what happened? I, I've made a massive blunder as well. Uh-huh. Um, but I know on their behalf there was something going on where they needed to make cuts. Hardy got the chop as well. Yeah, right. It wasn't just me. Heavy. Um, and Hardy's Hardy. Yeah, I'd expect the chop pretty quickly if that, if that goal went. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> like, it, it didn't make me feel as bad. Yeah. But I was still like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, life's yeah. going to be very different. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was heartbreaking. I was yeah, just I'm like, sure. uh, didn't know what I didn't know what I was like what do I do mm. I went straight back to the the laboring side of things yeah. and I that's basically because that was rent you know that was food that was everything I needed to live mm. and I had nothing yeah um so yeah basically my whole mindset changed yeah and but it yeah it was like a year of figuring out what I was going to do and that's when Custom X limited edition picked me up yeah um, Which is yeah. that the that's Shane and Mark? That's Shane and yeah, Mark. Yeah, that's yeah. the boys. Yeah, because yeah. like that was my last sponsor before I yeah. left bodyboarding myself. And big shout out to the boys. That was Nomad when I was with them, and they still got Nomad as well. So, yeah. um, big shout out to those guys because um, you know they were like, I had other sponsors myself, but those were the first guys that took me seriously. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah I can't thank them enough for the yeah. what they did for me in my very brief young career until I vanished but um yeah but yeah so they came into the picture and they like how did that work and how did that feel well I I found them oh it was awesome it was like I've still got it's like it's not all over yeah you know what I mean they gave Mm. me threw me a bit of a lifeline it wasn't what I was on no but obviously the distribution of the boards wasn't as wide and yeah you know it doesn't make sense to pay me that much um but the dream was still alive and I was, you know, it gave me a little bit of money to live and, yeah. um, but I still had to work. Yeah. So I was back to work and it was just a clean slate. I was back to, back to, you know, just doing it for love. And yeah, it, uh, I remember having, I had a, a blank board and I was on the Aussie tour, I'd been dropped and I remember D-Bar comp was up. I got, I got second in that comp. Mm. I got, I had a few really, I won nights. Yeah. I think I got, I got runner up that year yeah. in the Aussie Pro Tour. Yeah. I was like, I was really driven. That yeah. was like, you know, like. So this is when you had no sponsor? This is when I had no sponsor. So your reaction to the loss was actually, you, you didn't get, you didn't wallow in self-pity no, very long. I'm not good at that. Nah. I don't, so you I, just went straight back to like, fuck m- this. Yeah, mindset, fuck this. Yeah. I was like, I'm not, I'm still the same bodyboarder. Yeah, cool. I'm still the same person. Shit happens. Mm. People get kicked. You got to get, you got to get back up. It's not, yeah. you don't, yeah. That's cool. And that was the way I looked at that. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it just, I was feeling fit. I was surfing heaps and just, just everything was coming together. It felt, mm. it felt really good. Nice. I, remember, I remember the feeling, like winning heats, and it was just yeah, this, yeah, sick. I liked it. That's cool. And then so these uh, the boys jump in, they give you a bit of lifeline. Like I'm imagining though, like you, you mentioned that you got straight back to the labouring as well when the when the when the big contract finished. Yeah. You must have had a network of mates in that space 
Yeah. Like, did you have good friends? Yes. Yeah. 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 So that I, must have helped. I was just straight on Facebook. Yeah. Work. I'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've got tradey friends by the sounds tradie of things. Tradey friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got it. A friend in every department. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's really cool. And so, so then since then, you've you've actually had, I mean, would you say that that Aussie tour victory, that's probably your best result ever yeah. in your whole career, right? Yeah, for sure. And that happened after all of the yeah. riches and glory. Yeah, yeah. So was there something about, um, and I guess I'm asking this because, like, for me, this is the case in that since I don't have any one... I'm not trying to prove anything for sponsors or whatever. Like, I mean, I, I ride Mitch's boards because he's my mate and I like yeah. his boards and I, I, I like spending time with him. So that's the point there. Yeah. But like, it's not a profession to me at all. Um, and it's about actually enjoying it and loving it, yeah. actually acknowledging that I love it. Yeah. So was that, did that help, do you think, to get the competition results? Like, just realising that? Um, or had you ever lost it, or was it just more like... No, I've always been competitive. Yeah, okay. That, that, no, I never lost that. I, it's like as soon as I put the rashi on, I, like, I get in this mindset where yeah. it's just like, all right, work. you got to yeah. work. Like, um, yeah, I feel like I never okay. lost it. I okay. never lost that. Um, if anything, it gave me a bit more drive. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Yep. It's funny, and I'll share that little story I started it with and when we, before we began recording the podcast. I asked Joe, you know, often I, I like to, well, it's not my idea this. It was actually, um, you know, the Tim Ferriss podcast? You know that guy? No. Okay, no. I listened to his podcast. He's really good at it. He did these books like the um, the four-hour body and the four-hour work week. They're these, like, he's really efficient and he yeah. tests all these things on himself. He would have done that check training and probably yeah. done something amazing. He's a pretty phenomenal dude. Yeah. And he's got an amazing podcast and I listen to it. And one of the things that he shared in a blog post or something was like whenever he does a podcast, he asks the guest before the podcast start, is there anything that you would like to get out to the world to share about yourself that you haven't been able to communicate and often someone can say oh yeah look I, I I made this decision once and no one's ever really asked me why I did it so maybe do you want to bring that up in the podcast anyway dear listener I asked Joe this same question he just kind of scratched his head and he went no no and I said did anyone ever want to know anything about you was there any you know any criticism of you or something like that yeah no no I, I just don't really like I like positive feedback but I don't really care about any negative feedback yeah so where did like how do you have that level of um to be honest like I'm really blown away by um the amount of um your resilience like to lose a big contract like I would have spiraled out I would I would have gone way deeper down and just like like I mean because that's essentially what I did I had a setback in bodyboarding and I let it spiral out and I left and yeah. that's my sad story. It has a happy ending because I'm here now. But, like, you seem to have a really uh, high self-esteem and, and uh, the ability to not be knocked down by setbacks. Mm. Where do you think that comes from with you? Like, are uh. you born with it? Or is it something <laughs> you think that you got from parents or teachers? Or yeah, probably. How do you look at it? Mum, my mum's definitely very resilient. Uh huh. Yeah, she um, she taught me a lot. You know, she was uh, I think separated my dad when they were when 
I was five, mm -hmm. I think. Couldn't see the reason why at the time, but yeah, obviously sure. it was their own stuff. Yeah. Um, and her resilience. Mm. You know, she was living off bare minimum, mm. working all the time just for me. Mm. And, you know, like, I want to show that in my life. Uh -huh. And she was always there. Like, I told her what happened. She was like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> you can't just, you can't, you can't just cop it. And, you know. That's dude, funny. Yeah, so. With all care. But just with all care, like, but yeah, like, you're a man. Yeah, get, get on fix with it. Fix it. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to fix anything sitting there. Mm. <laughs> doing nothing. Yeah, so. yeah. Get on your feet and get it done, and that's I think that's a massive, a massive thing. And I have a great group of friends. Mm. Um, the reason why I lost the contract wasn't because of my surfing. No. And so I knew I, I was still there. Uh huh. And that was a massive thing as well. Yeah. Someone else, I get sponsored by someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I liked what happened. Like I, I went back and. It was for the love, it felt like the love again, not work. Mm, mm. It, was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely know that final feeling. Um, you know, given that you, you, you won the Australian tour, like the question, at, ah, let's go to some Instagram questions because there are some here. So I'm, just bear with us, listener. I'm just going through the Instagram account to uh, <laughs> find some of these questions that were thrown in here uh, because there were quite a few uh, that's a Matt Lackey one, but he bloody stood me up today. I hope he hears this and uh, <laughs> regrets it. Oh, Lackey. Uh, what was this one? Nah, another Lackey one? Come on. Where was it? I just found him before. Lackey. Wait, wait, wait. Well, this one's a funny one from Michael Veltman Media. <laughs> How did he learn to do such a good South African accent? Please ask this. Oh, lekker brew. <laughs> do you want to see my response? I went shot. Can do, can do brew lekker. <laughs> oh, uh, Michael stayed with me. Uh-huh. Um, I think maybe a couple of weeks or a month. Yeah. Um, took him to uh, Western Australia. Cool. There was a real, that really good North Swell came for the comp, and he was staying at my house not long ago. Okay. Uh, last year, early last year. Ah, oh, when Big, they surfed those really long, that beach. Yeah, Mitchell's. Like, yeah, yeah, Grimes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I took that. him over for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. He was loving that. Okay. That I've never met him, but I've seen him around all the... Like, I mean, he's, he's a photographer, right? Yeah. A really good Videographer, one. Videographer, photographer. Yeah. He's really talented. Um, I met him in Hawaii. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he said he was coming to Australia. And I said, Sick. come stay at my house if you need someone to stay. Like, I've, that's like the global bodyboarding currency. If, uh, yeah. If you need 100%. somebody to crash, you can stay at my house. Yeah. You know. That's great. Likewise, if I need to go stay at your house. Yeah. Like, Have you it. been over to South Africa? No. Okay, I figured you must have done I a need trip to go there. to Namibia. Yeah, well, everybody does, um, right? <laughs> everybody does. Mate, that place oh, no. is unbelievable. But to answer your question, Michael, <laughs> um, it was probably from like spending months in Hawaii with Jared Houston yeah, and yeah. Mark McCarthy. Yeah, Mark McCarthy. Mark. That's Boot, so funny. Booty. Um, where's Fisher and all those boys? Like, yeah, it's kind of just hanging around those guys. We, we had massive soccer games against the Sappers and just uh -huh. stuff like that. Tennis. Uh, cool. And that's, we have massive rivalry with the boys. Yeah, and, uh, good. That's yeah, good. I they love the Sappers. They're yeah. legends. They're good fun. Awesome good fun. dudes. Okay, well, here's another question from Rogue underscore Cactus, um, <laughs> which is a good, it's a good name. We'd like to know your real name if you want to let us know. Um, 
Yeah, like, I mean, I think we've already answered this question a bit, but how, how has he managed to keep so stoked on bodybuilding whilst a lot of the blokes in his age bracket have stopped surfing? Tom Robinson, Alex Halsey, etc. Has it become more difficult to find inspiration and motivation? I mean, I think we've answered it, but what's your answer to that specific question? Because there have been other guys that have kind of dropped away from your yeah. generation. Well, those boys all lived in, I don't know, they've, they've obviously found different niches. And, yeah. Um, I, I live in a place where the waves are consistent and punchy. Yeah. Like D-bar, yeah, Stratty. Yeah, yeah, totally. There's always waves. Mm. Um, and I guess my friend circle as well, mm. always keen. And I, I don't know, I don't know, I've just never stopped. I always, I, I ride a surfboard probably the other half of the time. Okay, so you're like 50-50. I'm 50-50 for sure, like Sweet. around summer and stuff like that when there's no waves, I'm on the stick. Do you think that helps with your bodyboarding or does it take away from it? Um, I guess it, I draw a lot of inspiration from their turns, like yeah. Rawlins and their lines and himself. I've noticed that about all you... Um, dudes up here the lines are pretty um and we're yeah we're surrounded by surfers yeah and snapper and burley and you know we've got guys like fanning and all those yeah. fellas to look at and then you kind exactly. of want to do the same exactly um i think that's a really interesting thing i mean like we were in we were surfing d-bar a couple of days ago you and i mitch and it was bloody it was so nice it was so nice to be out there and there was this moment where it seemed like there was like suddenly a shit ton of bodyboarders yeah. And like a lot of people talk a lot about bodyboarding being in decline and all this kind of stuff, but I'm not buying it. And you mentioned that there was a recent surf you had somewhere, was it? Yeah, did you say? Fingal. Fingal. Yeah. And like how many bodyboarders were in the water? I was, I was watching three people at a time yeah. just come down. And like normally, you know, there's probably three of us. Yeah. And I reckon within an hour, it was a Saturday morning, and there was like, 40 bodyboarders out there. <laughs> and I was like, I was looking around and I was in shock. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, uh, and I've noticed it. Like a lot of people have, are grabbing boogs again. Yeah. Like, and it felt really cool. Like yeah. uh, everyone was frothing too. Yeah. Like everyone was stoked. And a lot of older guys with this vintage bodyboard. Stuff, yeah. I've noticed a hell of a lot more older fellas. Yeah. Like um, getting out there and they're out there Every day, every yeah. other, I see him out there, and I'm like, this full is, frothers, it's, eh? It's awesome. It's yeah, actually, it's really good to see. Yeah, I think it's really cool, and I think, um, I mean, does that help with you staying motivated when you see that kind of group? Like, does it actually help you, or do you kind of hate it deep down? And you're like, ah, kind of wish it was uncrowded again. No, yeah, I, I like, I like surfing with everyone. Yeah, I reckon um, if everyone's respecting each other and it's it's a good environment, then I'm all for it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at the um, like the future for you, like you're obviously staring down the barrel of a being, being a full blown tradie, mm. which must be it's going to be pretty awesome, I'm sure, to make to achieve that when it when it happens. Um, you know, from that, do you still have any aspirations competitively? Because a lot of people ask why, like, and this is the funny thing I still kind of find weird is that like you know that I think literally on the tour. This year, there's going to be three Aussies in yeah. the top 24 seated. Yeah. I'm one of them, which is yeah. Congrats, I just mate. got I back that. in. Yeah, I was stoked. It was, yeah. it was kind of I thought it was all done. I was stoked just to prove I could get back in. That was my goal. Yeah. So I did that already. So I was pretty chilled. What's your next goal? I, I want to win the world title. Good on you. Yeah. Whoa. 
going to be really hard. Some big sound just happened. Something big just anyway. fell on the roof. Yeah. Um, that's my kind of goal. I just have to have that goal because that was the goal I had originally. Yeah, you shoot know? for the stars. Yeah, man. that's what I mean. I so, like, realistically, like, top 10, if I can crack the top 10, I'll be, like, sick. Because my, yeah. my best year in, um, must have been 2004, was, like, seventh. Yeah. So, like, that's if I can better that, that's, yeah. like, amazing for me. But, like, there's literally, I think, Louis going to be on the tour and there's going to be George yeah. and myself. I hope I'm not leaving anyone out, but I'm pretty sure that's the only Aussies who are regularly like seated mm. so people always ask like where are all the Aussies at yeah. and you're one of the guys that they're asking about like why aren't these guys competing do they even care anymore so like how do you look at a tour like the APB like once you're a trader, you probably might have a bit more flexibility depending on what your life plans are but yeah, yeah. is it something that's on your mind or are you more happy just to kind of cruise along on trips and if is it, be- is it behind you now the competition no it's just money yeah. It's all it comes down to, and that's yeah. why everyone is not doing it, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. A lot of people, um, you never lose the competitiveness, I don't feel. Like, no. if you're in it, you, you just draws you more, you're drawn to it more. Yeah. I, for me, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, if I've, I've no doubt if I was still getting paid well enough to travel around the world, you know, like, there's a lot of stops. And then you yeah. need, you, <laughs> you've got to pay rent, you've yeah, got to yeah, eat, yeah. you've got everything at home, you know. And if yeah. I was living in a van and I could put it somewhere, I probably could do it. But yeah. I'm not. No. And um, that's just the position I'm in. And that's yeah. the only reason. See, because I think, like, as far as I understand, like, George obviously has some support from sponsors. But he's also a concreter. I mean, mm. that guy works his freaking ass off. You yeah. Know? Louis got support from sponsors, but he's also a yoga instructor. So yeah. he, but, like... And I'm actually in the weirdest position where I, I just work remotely, so I work all the time. Yeah. So I'm working the whole time I'm on the tour. I'm yeah. just getting up at weird hours and doing yeah. stuff and taking yeah. calls. And I'm lucky to work in a in a way that is um, digital, so I don't have to have an office or be somewhere. Yeah. Plus, I've got a wife who thinks it's pretty cool that I go bodyboarding and that's, like, so that's good. the support I that's have. That's awesome. So, I mean, do you think there's that flexibility? Like, you know, I guess the real question is: Is it something that? Because I know that George basically he works hard and he gets the time off and he goes and does it. Yeah. Is that something that you think you can look at and like, is it, is the drive there enough for you to go? You know what? I'll work four months as a tradie because you better earn a lot more money, obviously. Yeah. Than you never earn. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that sure. something you've thought about or is it more I you're just still trying to get down? <laughs> I'm just trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Oh, there's some wild maths. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I want to give hope to the listener. Yeah. I no, want to give I some like, shred of hope that this I'd, is... I'd 100% love to do a comp. Yeah. Um, it's, for me, it's, it's hard juggling, you know, like I've got my partner. Yeah. I've got my girlfriend. I've got... Um, the Aussie tour yeah that you know I'm contracted to do and oh then, okay cool yeah, so I am contracted so you will be competing that. this year on that yeah, yeah yeah oh that's epic yeah okay um, but the world tour it's it's expensive yeah um, for me to do to do that that takes one of my free surfing trips yep so I'd have to tie it in with you know a, a, you know a, a trip photo trip or whatever yeah. after because um, part of your deal with your sponsors and we should say, who are your sponsors these days? Okay, it's so nice to talk about that. Yeah. Give them a shout out. Uh, Function Bodyboards. Yep. Um, been with them now for a couple of years. Yeah. They've been, a, they've been great. Cool. Uh, limited edition. Uh, Attica wetsuits. Yep. So they're epic wetsuits. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, who else have we got? Unite. They've See been, that. Yeah, I'm wearing the Unite shirt. <laughs> um, Joel's a legend. Yeah. He's so awesome. He looks after me so well. That's um, sick. That's sick. I mean, that is that your longest sponsor? I'm guessing, right? Or not? Yeah. Probably. Yeah? Yeah. I Now I don't even know. I've been with them for a long time, yeah. But I... Jeez, yeah, it's been a few years. Yeah. Because I was with um, Custom X. Yeah. But Australia, and yeah. that was Shane. Yeah. And so I reckon I've been with them for five, six years. Yeah, so that's right. they're so probably my longest. Okay, so the family of brands, because it's kind yeah, of the same family. Edition, yeah, yeah, they're the same family. Okay. Um, I reckon then, and then I picked up Unite. Okay, so that was after the... around that time, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're probably similar. Okay, cool. And then Inverted, I, I inverted bodyboard shop. Yeah. I started writing for them after BSC. Oh, okay, that, that must be your... Closed down. Okay, that must be close then, or not? That would be close too, because it okay, all cool. happened at the same time. Yeah, it sounds like so it. So they're all roughly around the same time, yeah. Okay. And then Sun Zapper. Yeah. Sun Zapper is awesome. Like we all need that. Oh, you don't realise. Like I go through sunscreen. <laughs> I use it every second day. Yeah. Or like nearly every day. Well, being a tradie as well. Zinc sunscreen. Yeah, it. it's it's a it's a really great sponsor, and they yeah. look after me as well. I get a big bunch of Sick. zinc sticks, and Sick. you got to keep that schnoz. Yeah, yeah, we're white. Yeah, we're real white. Yeah. Um, so with those sponsors then, is, is the priority, because I guess what I'm trying to paint a picture for the listener is that like sponsors kind of crave content above all else, right? Yeah. Competition's yeah. cool, but really, if you can't really deliver on the, the content needs, yeah. you're kind of risking sponsorships yeah. because that's what they need. That's the world is, that, is, that, is that what's happening a lot? You think with riders, yeah. these riders who aren't on tour, yeah. is it that? conundrum for them are they yeah well that? i think one thing i've kept up a lot is the social media side of things yeah. like posting just single waves of yeah. just surfs i've had that day or yeah. week or whatever and um that's the world we live in now yeah and if that's generating board sales or sales of clothes or gets them in the shop you sponsor by or yeah. that's what that's what it's all about yeah and um I've just, yeah, I've just been, as soon as I had it, I was, it's just saw it as a great opportunity to, um, you know, put it out there for my sponsors. And yeah, sure. I've, yeah, I've made that a big priority and I, I'm guessing they see it too. Yeah, I've yeah, still yeah. Got a sponsor. I just <laughs> think it's also sponsors. like, I think there's also this misconception out there that like, like guys aren't, like they're, cho- like it's like they're choosing not to do it, but really I, I, I see it because I understand maybe a bit more what's happening behind the scenes that it's not really a choice because everybody really wants to win stuff. Like, yeah. you still want to win. Yeah. Like I, I, like, I imagine if you were in my position on the tour this year, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going for a world title this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the, that aspiration doesn't really die for anyone. No, and it's just the circumstances of maybe the industry and what it needs from its riders that makes it hard to do these tour events and, and, and whatnot because you don't always get the photos out of the tour. Yeah. You know, it's kind well, of... From, from what I've gathered is life life changes Yeah. Um, and that's the only thing that slows you down. Yeah. I feel like there's little lumps in the road that, you know, you've got to focus on different things yeah. and, you know, you get an older and that's just the way it is. So what are you, 33 now? I turned 33 in April. Yeah, yeah. okay, here we go. What's the plan um, then kind of like in the next 
few months, like what can anyone expect to see of you maybe to wrap up and let them know what to expect from Joe Clark in the next um, few months? So I've got a couple of weeks off. Um, uh-huh, yeah. So I've got an open slather of where I want to go. Uh-huh. Um, Any hints? Oh, I'll just have to I'm wait just and trying see. To, I'm just trying to figure out where's good in April. <laughs> like, I've, been, I've, been, I've been sussing out everywhere. Um, yeah. Tahiti came up. Okay. Because um, that's where you start getting south swells yeah. for there. Um, Morocco? Morocco, I can recommend. Uh, I don't know about April, though. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. I think it. it's late. I think yeah. it's really like Because it's the same swells as Portugal and stuff. Yeah. So it's really late. Like could be risky. But I think it's super risky. I, I really want to go there. That's really nice. Yeah. I've been there once. It's really imagine. cool. It's really, really cool. nice. Um, then there's all the Pacific Islands, all the... Uh, southern, like the you know, there's Fiji, there's Samoa, mm. there's Cook Islands, and then there's Tahiti. Mm. I think it'll be out of probably Samoa and Tahiti. Okay, cool. Um, and that'll be like video trip, like getting some content done, yeah. cruising over, or head to the desert, head and to the just desert, get all crispy out there and okay. dusty, and because uh, it, it pumps down there too. So yeah, sure. You can also get a lot of content down there and get off the grid and yeah, just totally. get off your phone and yeah. camp and fish that, and just that sounds all, nice. do all the good stuff. That sounds nice. What I love. All right, well, I reckon I reckon we can rest assured that Joe Clark's pretty bloody happy with where life's at and <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thank, really thanks a bunch for making your way over to do this. I'm, I'm getting on a plane to Sweden tomorrow, so this was like the last opportunity, so thanks a bunch. That's and I think right, it's right? been really cool to get your story... And I mean, I've learned, I mean, I knew, I didn't know anything. I knew you ripped. I didn't know you did it so easily. Like, you know, 16 still blows my mind that, you know, you <laughs> can just get on a board and then poor Corey McLean, I got like, shout out to him to say, you know, nah, sorry, nah, mate. He, yeah, we all had our own journey. And yeah. That's just where it took us. That's epic. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks for joining me for the podcast. No and um, to the listener, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, if you've got any follow-up questions or if you want to, you know, support the, the cool brands that support Joe, well, then go and bloody buy something from them. You heard who they were, so mm-hmm. go and check them out. Cheers. Thank you. Gee whiz, what a bloody podcast. Um, man, I just re-listened to that before I recorded this uh, outro and, yeah, what a sprawling what a sprawling chat we had. We could have sat there for another couple of hours, I reckon. But um, huge thanks to Joe Clark for battling the uh, Surfers Paradise. I don't know, I guess you call it lower. I don't even know how to call that area. Surfers Paradise? Fuck if I Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Gold Coast traffic. Thanks for battling the Gold Coast traffic, Joe Clark. Um, it was a great chat. I really enjoyed it. I got a lot out of it. Um, glad I haven't had a heat against him because shit, he's he's pretty focused. So yeah, great to have him on the podcast. I hope everyone really loved it. We really tried to get through a few of the questions that were sent through through Instagram ages ago. So if anyone listening, uh, you know, figured out that their question got asked and answered, well, I hope you're happy with it. Um, thanks for engaging with us on that one. Shout out to the Rawlins family for um, that wonderful interruption and because they're bloody legends and yeah, I really love them. So huge shout out to them for um, being cool people as well. Also a big shout out to you, the listener. This, um, you know, this podcast is for everyone and, and you are all engaging a lot with it and giving a lot of love back and I really, um, yeah, I'm pretty chuffed. So there you go. Thanks a bunch, everyone. And uh, looking forward to dropping another one soon. 